411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Acadian Custom Shutters, not to be confused with Acadian Windows or any other Acadian company, is locally owned and operated, specializing in interior and exterior shutters, window coverings, as well as awnings and patio covers. If you're looking for quality American products with an excellent personal service and workmanship at an affordable price, call Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget about our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. And, of course, don't forget our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but on your favorite podcasting platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher and you'll find it fairly easily. Uh, looking forward to today's program. Uh, we've got Matty Hudak, the uh, sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave, as the Wave has started their uh, spring practice. Uh, we'll get a little preview of that. That'll happen at 4.35 this afternoon. 5.15, it's Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. The Tigers have a new special teams coordinator. Also, again, uh, we'll talk some uh, LSU basketball with him, both men's and women's. And, of course, we'll talk about the uh, start of the LSU baseball team. That'll happen at 5.15 uh, today. And, of course, as always, we invite you guys to check out the program, uh, whether you're doing it, uh, again, over the airwaves, uh, on, our, on our digital platforms, uh, on the World Wide Web, or you're checking out the, the, the show each and every day here on, the, um, on our uh, podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you, uh, again, checking out the show. Pardon my voice, having a little issue with my voice here. Hopefully that'll get better. Uh, I want to remind everybody about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Um, Thursday at 1 o'clock, live streaming on the WLETV YouTube page at the same time. Uh, and, of course, the, the, the first rebroadcast is at 6 p.m. on WLETV on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LEE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports is our guest this week. I'm looking forward to having Fletch on the program. Always good insight. And you know we'll cover it all. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. We'll talk college basketball, college baseball, uh, and, of course, college football, all the local teams. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, is our guest this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Well, let's jump into it. And, of course, we'll talk a little bit about the situation with, uh, again, the uh, ongoing court um, uh, uh, battle with uh, trying to figure out, again, how many um, – uh, how many registered voters are, again, active uh, in, 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 in the city of New Orleans, in the parish of Orleans, uh, so that, the, again, the, um, the Latoria Cantrell Recall Committee uh, and, of course, the Register of, of Voters Office along with the Secretary of State uh, coming together to try to figure that out so we can figure out what the 20% is. Uh, so, again, um, uh, found it interesting, again, that... Uh, they had a, had a court date this morning against the Times Picayune, uh, versus again the um, uh, uh, the recall committee uh, for not supplying them with the copies that again they said they had agreed to in a previous uh, in a previous uh, uh, court decision uh, that was tabled uh, as the Secretary of State and also the uh, uh, Registrar of Voters uh, and and the committee trying to come together to come up with a number that's going to be the the, the uh, again the, the the number of active voters so they could figure out again what the 20% will be. Uh, so that's what they're working on now. Uh, we talked about it extensively yesterday in the program, in case you missed it. I really think it was a faux pas on the part of the, of the committee, uh, not doing, not again using uh, the digital platforms to be able to again copy uh, the, um, uh, the, the petitions uh, on a daily basis so that they weren't at the 11th hour trying to be able to copy everything that they didn't get done. And ultimately, again, they don't have a backup now so anything can happen within the Registrar Voters Office in, in, in case, you know, they're not being on the up and up. Uh, and then, of course, the situation with the Times-Picayune, who has asked for the, uh, uh, for the uh, 
uh, signed petition, a copy of the signed petitions. They don't have those for them either because they didn't, they didn't digitally back these things up on a daily basis, which is mind-blowing when you have three-quarters of a million dollars to do that. And as I said yesterday, I don't want to, um, I don't want to take them to task because what they've done is incredible. I mean, again, you know, it's, it's almost un- it's unprecedented in the state of Louisiana, uh, especially in a big city like New Orleans, to be able to recall a public official, especially a mayor. And they worked hard in doing this. A lot of volunteers gave up their time. And, you know, you know inclement weather, you know, again, uh, day and night working on this stuff. So, you know, who am I to be able to, again, you know, come uh, go after them, uh, you know, for, for, uh, for, again, for the hiccup that they did. But it is a critical part of this situation, you know. Um, and also, again, as I've said yesterday, proves that this is no Republican. You know, once again, you know, Bill Roussel's coming out, who's been, a, who's been a, again, a, a, an individual that, you know, again, has, been, has made money off the city of New Orleans over and over again uh, with, with, again, his, um, uh, his city contracts. And, and, and he's going to come out and, again, and make it a, about a Republican conspiracy. Are you kidding me? I'll say it again, ladies and gentlemen. The next mayor of New Orleans will be a person of color and a Democrat. Okay, there's no Republican conspiracy here. Okay, the mayor is garbage. She's an embarrassment. She doesn't get the job done. She's working part time. I mean, okay, petty criminal is what she is. And thankfully, I am thankful, whether it's Republican, Democrat, Independent, I don't care if it's a Martian who came in and ended up putting up the money to be able to, again, get this recall out of a mom and pop type situation to a recall where they could really again, uh, uh, function and do the things that were necessary to get this thing done because of the influx of cash. Uh, Farrell, the owner of, of, of walk-ons, man, look, uh, I see that man, I'm shaking his hand. Uh, Boise Bollinger, I'm shaking his hand because they came up with money out of their pocket. That just tells me those are business owners that, that see the plight of this city and they want to make sure that ultimately, uh, again, we don't go down the drain with another three years of LaToya Cantrell. So, I mean, again, it's the okie doke, and I and I talked about this on social media a, a while back. That again, this is the old okie doke. You know, again, give give people again bad information. They don't. They they're too lazy or apathetic to go out there and find the real information. And it's so easy at your fingertips now. Uh, you know, on 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 your phone that you're walking around with this mini computer, or again, go on on, on a computer and figure it out for yourself. Find out the truth. But people don't want to find out the truth. They want to hear hearsay in the barbershop or the beauty salon. Or, again, who's telling them this? Or, again, or, or, or on a biased radio station. Give me a break. You know, find out the damn truth about what's going on here. It's not a Republican conspiracy. There are Republicans who had money who funded the effort. You know what? I applaud them. I applaud them. So, now we'll figure out what's going on here. You know, the, the, uh, this is, as it is, this is going to be a long process. I told you guys yesterday, this is not going to be, if, if the recall uh, goes through and there are enough signatures, okay, to, to be able to recall Latoya Cantrell, you have an election. And then people have to go to the, the apathetic New Orleans voters have to actually go to the, to the voting booth. It's not going to be done in the spring. So you, you still are going to have months of Latoya Cantrell as a lame duck mayor. Okay, before ultimately that recall election happens. And it'll probably happen in the gubernatorial election in October. So, well, you know, we'll see how this plays out. But, man, this, this conspiracy situation, g- give me a break. I mean, you know, you know, do a little research, you know. Do something besides going on Facebook or, or on Instagram or whatever, okay, when it comes to your phone. Educate yourself. That's the problem we got in this town. Got a lot of uneducated people in this town that are apathetic. And, you know, again, that have allowed this town to go, go down the drain. 
And that's where we are right now, folks. We're fighting for our survival. And a lot of business owners in this town will tell you that. They're fighting for their survival right now. So we'll see how it plays out. Man, the Pelicans, I, I just don't know what to say. Look, they lost to the Magic last night, 101-93. to They're on a four-game losing streak. They're 30-32 and right now. They're still in the 10th spot, okay, by, 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 again, God's grace. But I'm just going to say this right now. If you can't make shots, it's hard to win in the NBA. And you can see this team has no confidence in their ability to score. 34 for 76 from the field goal, uh, field goal uh, from, the, from, from the field last night. Six for 27 from three. I mean, they're just kicking up the threes, man. Okay, but even, even when they had point-blank shots that you would think would be able to make, they're hurrying those shots. It's as if, again, everybody is trying too hard at this point. There's not a lot of confidence. Look, it's not like the magic, uh, you know, set the world on fire last night at the Smoothie King Center. They were 36 for 79 from the field. Okay, they were 9 for 34 from three, and they were still able to beat the Pelicans. But, you know, the problem is that you've got two guys that are doing the scoring for you right now. Uh, you've got Ingram and, and C.J. McCollum. They, 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 they combined last night for 43 points. Uh, Valanchunas had 10, okay? And I, ma- I mentioned that yesterday when I was talking a little bit about, about the Pels, that um, he's got to get the ball more. Okay, he's got to get the ball more. Now, he only got the ball four times, uh, again, from the field. Uh, so two for four there, four for four from the free throw line. He's still not getting the ball inside as, as uh, you know, uh, as he should. But the, the problem is um, when, you, when you're looking at um, Herb Jones had, I'm sorry, Herb Jones had 10 last night. Valanchus had eight. So you got Valanchus with eight, Jones with 10, Richardson with eight, and then Marshall with four, Hayes with six, Alvarado with seven, and Murphy with seven. Murphy, two for eight from the field. Two for three for three-point line. I mean, when you're not getting scoring from your bench, and they're not, they're not getting scoring from their bench, uh, that this is, therein lies the problem. The defensive intensity, as I talked about yesterday, is just not there. They played a little better defense last night, and, and they moved the basketball a little bit better, but it's not where it was. You want to look back to where this team was playing well last year and even into this year. Again, it's about ball movement, player movement, okay, uh, and, and playing defense. They're not doing it consistently. They're not doing it consistently. And, and again, it especially hurts when you don't have players that, are that again, that you are counting on to get double figures, like, again, a Trey Murphy that, again, is consistently coming up with three points, four points, six points uh, a game. That's why I wanted to go out and get a scorer, okay, a three-point shooter at the trading deadline, okay? That's why, because I was pretty obvious that these guys were struggling, and, and somebody needed to take the, the, the pressure off of Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum playing iso ball, and that's the only way you're going to score. Now, look, I think they went out of their way last night to try to pass the ball, but, but still, I mean, it comes down to just those two guys scoring. If they're not scoring, you're not winning. And, 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 again, you're not getting anything from, again, the, the, the supporting cast. It is a tough situation for this team right now. It's not the same team that we watched before before the calendar changed to 2023. And, uh, you know, again, it, it's because, again, the, the, most of the lineup is shooting bricks right now. I mean, they just, they, they just have no confidence in their, in their ability to score. Uh, yes, turnovers are a problem. They had 17 last night. Um, and in inoperable times, again, when you look at it, the, the opportunity to be able to close a game out and you can't close a game out, 
uh, whether, again, it's defense, uh, you know, uh, uh, turn the ball over. Again, you know, some of the officiating, I, I don't like to put this on the officials, but some of the officiating last night was just absolute garbage. I mean, the same fouls you're seeing on one end where the Magic are getting physical with the Pels as they're going to the basket and trying to score, uh, there is no call. But on the flip side, you go to the other side of the, of the court and, and they get breathed on or the same exact type play and it's a foul. Plus, they had no answer for Bancaro. And, and, and they just didn't. I mean, the, there's no matchup on this team right now uh, of anyone that, that can handle Bancaro. Uh, he had 29 points last night. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. They are where they are right now. And um, they need Zion back in the worst way. Uh, and this organization is just not going to do it. They're, they're just not going to uh, hurry him back. Um, I guess that means, you know, again, that they'll have to go into the play-in game, and maybe, again, they catch fire. But it's going to take more than that. I mean, guys have to start feeling that they are comfortable once again in terms of their ability to score. And, you know, Najee Marshall's been a guy that's been, again, he gets a lot of his, you know, he, gets the, he can knock some threes down for you. But also, he's a guy that slashes and gets into the paint. I said this yesterday. The Pels are at their best when they're playing from the inside out, when they're, when they're playing in the paint, okay? And even right now, when they're in the paint, you see them that they're, they just, oh, there's no comfort level, even scoring around the basket. Uh, but, you know, Jackson Hayes comes in. He's been, you know, he's not even playing if Nance is, if Nance is, um, is healthy. He gets you six points. Um, Alvarado gets you seven points. You're hoping you get double figures out of Alvarado every night. And you've got to get double figures out of Trey Murphy. You've got to get double figures out of Trey Murphy. I mean, that leads again to the scoring of what? 25 for, for Brandon Ingram, usual. 18 for McCollum, usual. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, in this case, you got 10 from Jones and 8 from, uh, from Valanciunas. You know, you're starting the other, the other part of your starting lineup is now Richardson, who's got 8. Richardson's playing some pretty good defense. But nobody's been able to put the ball in the basket uh, consistently. And that's how you win basketball games, you know. And, you know, the other things that are hurting them, uh, it's, just, it's just not the same team. And, um, look, I, I don't want to be critical of David Griffin here. He made a decision. And, look, I, I, I get it. I wouldn't have traded these young players either because I think that in the long run uh, they're going to get past this slump and we're going to see Alvarado uh, again be the player we thought he was. Murphy's going to be a better scorer. We're already seeing him get better uh, as far as an athleticism going to the basket this year. He's put that in his repertoire. He didn't forget how to shoot the basketball. He's got to get some confidence. You know, again, you look at Herb Jones. He's still one of the best defenders in the NBA. He's just maybe not the scorer we thought he was going to be from the outside. He's the, those guys have to work on their shots over the summer. There's just all, no other way around it. But, again, this, the, it seemed that everything seemed to change once Zion went out. I mean, they, they were on a roll. And, and Zion, a lot of that was, again, the unselfishness of Zion Williamson, his ability to get guys in a position to score. Guys in a position to score now, they're just not knocking down shots. And, and then, of course, you can't continue, consistently leave, again, the opponents open for the three-point three line. Look, like I said, uh, last night you, you look at the, um, uh, the Magic, they were 9 for 34. But I'm telling you, open shots all night from three-point land. Um, and I don't know. At some point, uh, Willie Green's got to shake this team up. And, it, you know, 
I, I'm not going to come in and criticize Willie Green because I don't think, he, as I said yesterday, I don't think he forgot how to coach. I don't think, again, these assistants who have done a fantastic job uh, in, in, again, working with these players, that somehow, again, that they, that they, they're, they're, not, they're not able to teach anymore. Uh, uh, There's just, just – it's between the ears in a lot of cases, okay? They want to win. They're going out there, and at times they're putting out the effort. Now, maybe some games they haven't, uh, but uh, if you can't put the ball in the basket, you're going to have a tough time winning, winning in, in basketball, and that's been their biggest problem outside of, again, not playing Pelicans basketball, the ball movement, the player movement, playing the, the strong defense that in a lot of cases will give you, again, easy shots, uh, especially if you get out and run. We're not seeing it consistently by this team, and here we are, 30-32. and 32. Uh, they lose a home game last night, okay, where, again, we already know that, again, that they, they, they are not a good team on the road, and every home game is precious, and it is what it is now. 82 games, uh, uh, again, um, uh, 82-game season, 62 in the, in the books right now, 20 more to go, and this team is struggling. And uh, hopefully, again, this will be a situation uh, where they'll be able to turn it around. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at, at Acadian Custom Shutters. Not to be confused, uh, confused with Acadian Windows or Acadian, any other Acadian company. 985-893-3119. That's the number you got to remember. 985-893-3119. Uh, first of all, they've got a 10% off sale right now uh, from now to March 15th. So if you're thinking about getting hurricane shutters, maybe, again, uh, expanding that um, – uh, that living space in the in the backyard, or again maybe looking for um, looking for indoor uh, uh, window coverings. Uh, you you got to give my friends over at um, Acadian Custom Shutters a, a, a call. First of all, locally owned and operated. Okay, experts. Okay, when it comes to hurricane shutters, American made, locally sourced, wide selection of powder coated aluminum products. Colonial, Bahama with, uh, with operable louvers, Hurricanes roll-downs, accordion, Lexan panels. Uh, I mean, this is what you're looking for when you're looking to protect your home. Uh, you're going to save money with your insurance, and you're going to protect your home. And not only that, you're going to beautify the outside of your home. It's the one thing that we loved about, again, working with Monroe and the folks over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Not only were they able to protect my home, again, when it comes to uh, future hurricanes, but they beautified the outside of the home. Uh, my neighbors, people stopping on the street, they love the look of the home now with, again, these uh, 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 Bahama operable shutters that we have. Uh, when it comes to window coverings, maybe your house has gotten a little stale. Uh, maybe you're in a situation where, again, you're moving into a new home and it's, it's a lump of clay for you. Look, American-made, locally sourced. Uh, that means that's a lot. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, uh, design services that are available, free in-home estimates. I mean, how can you beat that? Uh, plus, again, you can bring your plans to your window schedule to your experts, and they're going to build something, a dream for you that, again, that you've been looking for that will fit your budget. Okay, that's Acadian Custom Shutters. And look, I haven't even talked about outside when it comes to awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior, exterior roller shades. I mean, there are affordable options out there to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. It is a one-stop shop. 
and all American-made, locally sourced quality products. You want to go with a company you can trust? You want to go with a company that's going to help you beautify that home and protect it at the same time? It's Acadian Custom Shutters. 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. If you're in the market for, again, hurricane shutters or in the market for, again, window coverings or looking to enhance that, that outdoor space, make your first call to Acadian Custom Shutters. That's 985-893-3119, and you'll be glad you did. That's AcadianCustomShutters.com. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll take a break. We come back. Batty Hudak's going to join us. We'll, we'll talk some Tulane with her. We'll also get into the Saints, as, again, we know now what. Derek Carr is going to make his way to Indianapolis. Uh, he is going to give both the Jets and the Saints a second interview um, and uh, and then also there are at least three other teams uh, that he may meet with. We're, we're, we're figuring that's going to be one. Indianapolis is going to be one. Uh, maybe the Washington Cabanas as they just uh, got rid of Carson Wentz, right? So that may be a, a second team. They, you know, they're in the midst of, again, selling that team. Uh, and you know, we'll see how, how that's going to play out. And then there, there's a third team out there. Is it the Carolina Panthers? Is it the Atlanta Falcons? Um, so Again, he's going to give at least three other teams an opportunity to at least, again, bid for his services. And from what I understand, I'd like to get this done before March 15th. So we'll see how it plays out. A lot of that may, may depend on what, what's going to happen with the Aaron Rodgers situation. But for the New Orleans Saints, that seems to be their guy. Okay, They are locked in on him. I was surprised to be able to hear that uh, uh, a lot of the national pundits don't believe that, that money has been discussed yet. Well, then why the $35 million is put out there? I got to believe that when he came to New Orleans, they discussed the money, okay? They discussed the parameters of the contract. They also discussed what they were going to do in terms of, of, of putting players around him to allow him to be successful. I'm sure all that was discussed here in New Orleans over a two-day period. So I, I don't know where that's coming from, but we'll see how it kind of plays out uh, with, with Derek Carr. And, look, if Derek Carr doesn't work out, as I said before, um, it's kind of slim pickets out there when it comes to the other quarterbacks. Maybe you like Garoppolo, maybe you don't. Uh, I certainly don't think they're going to be in a Lamar Jackson conversation, uh, you know, when, when that comes up. Um, and, and I don't think they're going after Aaron Rodgers either. Uh, that's why, again, I've said they may have to run it back with Taysom Hill, uh, maybe bring Andy Dalton back, and maybe go out and draft a quarterback. You know, for me, um, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm trying to trade all the way up to try to get into the top 10 or the top five when, when maybe a Hendon Hooker is going to be there at 29 or 40. Uh, that may be the way they have to go. We'll, we'll figure that out. As we go forward, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips, whatever you need. There's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at Downman. Any delays are going to be heavy 10 eastbound from just past Orleans to Downman. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady right at Canal Boulevard. 
On the eastbound side, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with delays steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the North Shore on 12 eastbound from Madisonville to Covington. And look out for an accident at Palmetto at South Carrollton. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, home of the 1195 Direct Cremation. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank in the market for a new air conditioning heating system. And look, do not sign that contract with anybody else until you give my friends at Burkhardt a call. If you need repair work and you look again, you don't trust the company you've been dealing with, call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call for they come to your home or business, only doing the work that's necessary. They're going to gouge you, cheat you. They're not trying to again, again, get you to pay for some a few parts so they make a few extra dollars. They want your business full time year round. And they want you to tell your friends and your family about, again, how you were treated. Uh, honesty. It's the bedrock of what Burkhardt is sta- stands for. Starts with John Burkhardt, premieres through his sons, Jason and Josh, one of those 15 trucks in the field. His wife, Kathy's in the office. And everybody buys in, okay? It's a total buy-in on, again, honesty, trying to get the job done right the first time. Looking for a company you can trust? You can trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. <laughs> 
All right, let's uh, let's shift gears from the Pels uh, to the Tulane Green Wave, who have begun their spring practice, coming off of obviously again uh, the biggest victory in the history of the the program, the Cotton Bowl victory over USC, and of course all the accolades that have come with that. Uh, I mean, this team again has been uh, has been uh, it's been one party after another, revered uh, Mardi Gras again. They were on all kind of Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras parades in Demian. I mean, again, uh, uh, if you're a Tulane fan, you must be basking still in the glow again of, of that great victory but then having a chance to be able to see how this city has embraced the the, the team and the program uh, is also something that really warms my heart uh, as a guy that again grew up a Tulane fan was a Tulane water boy and and to see the renaissance of, of not just Tulane football but Tulane athletics to break it down for us Manny Hudak is the sideline reporter for the for the Tulane Green Wave but also writes for Saints Wire uh, and, uh, and does all, some work there we'll talk to her about the Saints as well she joins us on the program as they started spring today. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. It was good to be back at Yeoman Stadium. I missed being there. Yeah, I'm sure you did. And but uh, but you got to love what again about how the city has really just embraced this program, the team. I mean, uh, they were all over Mardi Gras. I mean, it, again, uh, you, from from again the, the the pep rally that happened after the, after the Cotton Bowl with again so many people coming out, and it just seems like it hasn't stopped. Just about to say, Mardi Gras was so Tulane, everything, and it was anywhere you go, you were wearing something Tulane. And I've seen people on Twitter say that someone yelled a roll wave at them at a Cancun airport. It's just, he said all these years following Tulane, you really would have never expected them to become really the local darling, but that sign that hangs above the, t- uh, the tunnel as they run out of it says, you know, Noah's college football team, they, they've really shown that to be true uh, ever since the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, again, look, this is going to be a different team coming in this year because they've lost some really good players. And the good thing about it is uh, Pratt has come back uh, as, as your quarterback, which is huge. Hainsworth, the center, has come back for his senior year. Uh, again, so, again, that, that's something that was unexpected but happened. But the real, some really good players have been lost. How do they fill those holes? Right. It's super important to me that Sincere Hainsworth coming back with Michael Pratchett, that connection between a quarterback and a center is so paramount. And the obvious ones that stick out are Tajay Spears is irreplaceable, and I'm not even going to you know, pretend like that's something that a team is capable of, of replicating with just the greatness that he has. Uh, but Shawnee Clayton Johnson, you really saw him kind of turn into a second gear in the second half of the season. I always think back to the Memphis homecoming game where he – threw about four defenders over the line for that touchdown. He had some really strong runs in the Cotton Bowl as well. Uh, and then Iverson Celestine is back there. And then they have this freshman, Arnold Duda Barnes, who he, he's, you know, he's a thick guy. He really has that size. And you saw him a few times today flash kind of that same elusiveness that you see from Tajay Spears. So that really intrigued me. Uh, the wide receiver group, they, they added on Dante Fleming, and Yolkeith Brown, those are transfers, and Yolkeith Brown from Texas A&M seems to be running with the ones who are now Jaquan Jackson and Lawrence Keyes. You lose a little bit of that size um, with Sue Swatz and Shea Wyatt, but I think they gained a lot of speed in that room. Alex Bauman, quite frankly, is uh, rightfully tight end one, and all of them are really making key catches today. And then on defense, it's pretty wide open. Again, when you talk about your replaceable, Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams, that's about as irreplaceable as you can get. And then that entire secondary is wide open. You know, Jaden Kennedy coming back from injury, how he fits in, how they replace Macon Clark at that nickel role. And then the two starting safety jobs, again, are wide open as well. So it's a very intriguing uh, spring camp 
in comparison from last year where the team was almost exactly the same as the season prior, and that's not the case this year. With, with that said, um, they, they had great depth last year. and they had When skies went down, guys were able to step up and, and didn't miss a beat. Um, does that depth suffer a little bit because of the loss of so many players, or is there a situation where because guys got to play a little bit last year that they're in pretty good shape? Uh, I'm curious again about linebacker. Just I, I kind of have to look from who they signed, who they added to the transfer portal from that group. I think Jesus Machado and Corey Platt showed what they could do last year. Jesus Machado was in there a lot on those three linebacker sets when they would blitz Nick Anderson and he would step into his role. Uh, and just to have those two guys in that locker room, you know, Nick Anderson talked about the impact guys like Marvin Moody on him, and you have to think the leadership and character of those two guys transfers onto that group. Uh, the, the safety group, I actually think that they have more depth than you'd think, uh, adding in Andre Sam from Marshall and Darius Swanson. Uh, they, they both really stuck out to me in their size today mm-hmm. and really almost kind of understanding the scheme automatically. You can never have enough depth at cornerback. And so when you talk about it's not exactly a problem when Jaden Kennedy comes back, you have Lance Robinson and Jarius Monroe because you saw last season just how critical that depth that cornerback was with Jarius Monroe being able to step in. But then you also add in A.J. Hampton from Northwestern who he stuck out today both in, in his physical stature and already starting to teach guys on the sideline, you know, what to look for and a receiver's hips in his eyes when they're running an out route. I think Willie Fritz really shines in the transfer portal. And I think a lot of that depth, especially on defense, is really bolstered by that ability, specifically in the secondary. Let's talk about the coaching staff, new voices out there now, uh, with again, the, with the turnover in the coaching staff. Look, when you have a success that Tulane has, other teams are going to come in and try to poach your coaches. Luckily, again, Willie Fritz has, has decided to stay and be, again, Tulane coach for life here. Uh, but, again, a lot of his assistants shuffling, even, again, uh, right to the end with the defensive coordinating position being, what, what um, at least twice over being uh, have, having to change over coaches because of losses. Um, what did you see out there today in, in terms of continuity with the coaching staff? Sure. And, and you know, I just think back to last season where this happened several times as well. And the guys that they ended up firing in the end really were key hires. Uh, Shieldwood, he's the new defensive coordinator. I am really intrigued by him already. Kind of brings, he came over from Troy, but started at Army. And he kind of brings that, you know, almost Army feel with him where he is a little more intense, but it, it's, it's in a way that is really focused, and he already seen his opening press conference today. A lot of his comments reminded me of Willie Green when he joined the Pelicans and his already keen understanding of the personnel that he had there. You can tell that he's really taken the time to see what he has in front of him. Uh, and just his comments about having versatile guys back there, guys that might not necessarily see themselves at another position, but seeing those traits in them and kind of helping them potentially make that switch because, again, you think about the fact that Macon Clark, who was the starting nickelback last year, played safety the year prior. Jaden Kennedy played that nickel role, and then they moved him over to cornerback. So that versatility is really something they value in that defense. But, uh, again, to just see that it was a really – the seven-on-seven, it was intense. It was, uh, I thought, really well executed on both sides. Blake Nagel, being the new offensive coordinator, he kind of confirmed in his press conference that, he did have a large role in that play calling last year. And so right. I think that continuity, especially for Michael Pratt, who has seen so much turnover, I think having the stability and now learning that a lot of that, you know, came from Slade Nagel last year, uh, that really seemed to shine through. Derek Sherman at running back coach. It, it really, 
I think the defensive coordinator role and then uh, Robbie Deacher, who left for uh, an Illinois job, they haven't hired a new special teams coach. So Willie Fritz is currently coaching mm-hmm. special teams, and I don't think that's a bad thing. So it was weird because everything seemed so different. You're looking around for Nick Anderson and Tajay Spears, but it all felt the same at the same time, and I thought that was really important that it really felt business as usual, and it felt like the guys that they've added on fit this culture and see – how to work with the team. If I'm not mistaken, um, and Matty Hudak is with us, uh, Tulane sideline reporter. Uh, Willie Fritz at, at, at one time at Tulane coached the special teams, right? Didn't he? What, wasn't he, he uh, really intricately involved in the special teams? Yes, he did. Uh, and, and he always said, you know, when he was at the uh, AFCA convention and he gave that speech, he's such a special teams wins the battle kind of guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So I am kind of curious to see him oversee that role. He really paid so much attention to it. Um, and, yeah, that is a role that he's had before. And he's that kind of guy where, again, he's mowed the strikes on the field. He's driven the bus. If he has to be the special team coach, then so be it. And mm-hmm. I believe he said, you know, they'll be looking to hire someone after spring sure. camp. Um, but, yeah, it'll kind of be fun to see him take on that group in the meantime. And, of course, uh, when it's Dan Rousher, the former uh, Saints tight end coach, is now the offensive line coach. And Willie Fritz, uh, I heard him over the weekend, I believe it was on um, – uh, on one of the uh, uh, one of the sports shows, say that he's had a relationship with him for a long, long time, and feels really comfortable with him moving into that uh, that spot as the offensive line coach. That's something that's really important for Willie Fritz too. He really you know hires guys that he knows well, and uh, to me, Dan Rochard, the, the pedigree that he brings to a position group coach in, in college football. You know, he he ran the offense for the Saints. He coached the tight ends. He coached the running back room. He coached the offensive line. He has so much experience at an NFL level. So when you look at the fact that they have to replace Joey Claybrook at left tackle and you bring in someone like Cameron Wire from LSU and, you know, Sincere Hainsworth coming back, wanting to add some moves to his arsenal, uh, he, you know, has that kind of stature about him that is a little above the college ranks. And I really am curious to see how he works with these guys and the comments that Juwan Johnson, Scott Shanley, all those former mm-hmm. Saints players and current Saints players all mention how good he is at player development. And that's really what's so important at that role. So I think that was an immense hire for Willie Frist. And again, you know, the fact that he knows him and trusts him, uh, it's a pretty good follow-up to what I think was one of the more key hires of last offseason and Elon Nagabi at O-line coach. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hang in there for me. Matty Hudak is again with the Tulane Silent Reporter, but also writes for Saints Wire. We'll shift the Saints in a moment. I want to remind everybody about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504-861-ROOF. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed, member of the BBB, and, of course, been roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. Like I've told you before, Suburban Roofing is only one of 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers. That means, again, their customers will qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program. Marty Scoggin will work with you, work with your insurance company. If you're still out there lingering from Ida and haven't gotten any, haven't gotten any help, uh, Marty, again, came up on my roof, uh, met with uh, with the insurance adjuster. After, after Again, we had three different insurance adjusters come up and say no to a new roof. Within minutes, again, uh, was able to work out the deal where, again, the new roof was put on our home. And he puts shingles on our home now that are the most wind-resistant shingles in the, in the market. He has those shingles for you. 
Again, suburban roofing crews are skilled in all types of roofs. We'll even hand nail your roof for you. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Uh, Maddie Hudak is with us. She also writes for Saints Wire. Maddie, I want to ask you a little bit about, about the Saints and specifically the situation with Derek Carr, who is said to be going to Indianapolis this week for the Combine to meet with the Saints and Jets a second time. There'll be three other teams he says he's going to meet with as well uh, as, as a first interview. Uh, the, the, what's been put out there so far is about $35 million a year is what he's looking for. Uh, the, the Saints had a two-day meeting with him, uh, an extensive meeting that looked like it went pretty well. What are your thoughts about Derek Carr as maybe the next quarterback of the New Orleans Saints? Uh, I mean, is, is that a possibility, and do you like the thought of that? It's certainly a possibility, and I mean, someone has to be the next Saints quarterback, and I know no offense to Andy Dalton, but it can't be Andy Dalton again. I don't think Jameis Winston is likely coming back. Uh, am I thrilled and, and, you know, elated at the thought of Derek Carr? Not necessarily. I think that he's a good functional quarterback. He's certainly an upgrade from what they had last year, uh, and the fact is they need a quarterback under center. Uh it's a question of, you know, they, they've met for so long, what really else is there to kind of go over. But they really just need someone that's able to execute back there and, and make good decisions, have that situational awareness. But what sticks out to me about Derek Carr, if nothing else, is his leadership that I, I think was tested in ways that go beyond football games two seasons ago uh, with the, the players like Henry Ruggs on the Raiders and everything that happened. He really kind of led that team through an extremely dark period uh, and you really need guys like that who are, might be overly positive at times to see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think he has that ability to rally the troops. Uh, I certainly think that there's probably other quarterbacks on the market, but if they're able to get Derek Carr locked up, again, it might not be the most sexy choice, but then it just gives you the ability to start kind of building this team's identity back, I think. Do you think even with a with – a, um a signing of a Derek Carr, they still draft a quarterback in this draft, or does that preclude them from doing that? Because there are so many other needs on this team right now to be able to fill. Well, that's the thing. Uh, if there's a quarterback that's available in a later round, I, I would think that they would have to look at him by, you know, are they going to be available? I don't think we're going to see a repeat of last year's draft where everyone that was projected as first round draft picks don't go until round three. Uh, and, yeah, they have a lot of questions uh, and, and kind of somewhat irritating questions. Like at, at defensive end, for example, where they've invested so much first-round draft capital in, in two guys that have just not been able to stay on the field at all. Uh, and, you know, running back, that's something that you can't ignore either. Uh, even Alvin Kamara's suspension aside, um, last year did not work. And it put a lot of, I think, mileage on Alvin Kamara. And that was something that, you know, at least under Sean Payton, it was really pointed load management with Alvin Kamara. Uh, that's not to say that, you know, there were really any other options because Mark Ingram had kind of gotten over the hump and then an injury ended up taking him out. But that's such a big question mark to me because when you talk about the quarterback, I, I think a lot back to last year and the fact that there was no running game at the time at all. And when teams don't respect the run, then they're just going to – you know, blitz the quarterback and shut down the passing game, and you have to have more than one dimension at this point. I know that running backs have kind of become uh, maybe people don't see the value in them anymore and those kind of secondary contracts, but I would have to think that that's the position that they're looking at. And so, 
yeah, at what point does quarterback fall in that list? Mm-hmm. And is it something that if they're able to get someone like Derek Carr, they're able to kind of put off for another year? But how many years can you keep kicking that can down the road? The last time the Saints have drafted, you know, I can't even think of the last time they really drafted a meaningful quarterback. And part right. of that is by, you know, the fact that Drew Brees played for 15 plus years. But mm-hmm. it is something I'm curious about. If, if a quarterback does fall, what moves that they make? Because I think that you have to have more than one option. We saw yeah. last year that even two options isn't enough. Only got a couple minutes. I do want to ask you about the wide receiver position. You know, they got some young players there. I'm of the opinion, look, yes, you can get another wide receiver in the draft, but they've got to get a veteran wide receiver, especially those that one can contest catches. We don't know, again, if Landry's coming back. We don't believe, obviously, again, that, that um, you're going to be in a situation where Michael Thomas is going to be back. Do you think this is a, something where, again, they're going to have to go out and get, you know, maybe a little both, maybe a wide receiver in the draft and, and veteran wide receivers because they are devoid of that? It's a good point. Um, I think spending the capital again they did last year on Chris Olave, which for, was for a good reason, but it goes to show what the price of that type of wide receiver in the draft is. Now, that being said, the price of a wide receiver on the market is also astonishing, but I think we might see that market start to crack a little bit. Uh, and we've seen how successful that kind of role is. It's not the same thing as it kind of, you know, just plugging the, ga- the dam repeatedly with quarterbacks. We saw them do that with um, – oh, his name is evading me, but he came from Denver. Emmanuel Sanders. Um, and then Jarvis Landry. Yes, he had injuries this year, but that's really all they need is just someone to compliment Chris Olave so he's not out there totally lost. And I'd like to think that Alvin Kamara we kind of get involved back in the passing game, but I just think they have so many other more critical depth issues. It's not really a position that they've paid enough attention to over the last mm-hmm. few years and almost feels like the sunken cost fallacy of – they have to keep paying attention to it, but I tend to think that, like you said, there are options on the market. You have to get a quarterback first, though, because what they saw yes. last year was they lost out on a lot of three agent wide receivers because they didn't have that question mark under center solved. So that mm-hmm. to me is a paramount thing before you can really move forward with something like wide receiver, who's one of the more dependent positions on someone else versus running back where you're more self-operative. All great points. Matty, good to have you back on the program. We'll be checking in with you throughout spring to be able to find out again how the Tulane Green Wave are looking. If you would, tell folks how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out all your writings as well. Yeah, and again, it it really is good to be back uh, and get that feeling back. So I'm always on Twitter at NattyKudak underscore 94. So I link my articles from the same floor. I'll start doing some draft stuff now that we're getting closer to it. And I'm going to profile a few more uh, Tulane players along the way, having all that insight that I have. And those will all be on Twitter as well. Beautiful. Thanks so much for your time. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, as always, again, uh, have a great day, and we'll, come, we'll get you back on soon. Thank you, Eric, and roll wave to you as always. There you go. Roll wave. Yes, indeed. All right, that's Maddie Hudak. Uh, she does a great job, again, uh, covering Tulane and also the Saints. Hey, folks, uh, don't forget about my, my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Look, it, it's not too early to start getting a, a, an insurance checkup, uh, especially for the hurricane season. Uh, you got to make sure you got uh, sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season. Think Dave Miet Insurance. First of all, independent insurance agent can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for the best coverage for, for your home, for your business. Uh, they, they handle 
handle everything too as well. Commercial property insurance, automobile insurance, uh, commercial co- coverage for both business customers uh, and, and commercial, uh, as well as, again, uh, your homeowner's insurance, life insurance. They're a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958. Auto, home, life, business, health, they got it all for you. East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and even the River Parishes, Dave Miet covers it all. So if you're looking for a one-stop specialist when it comes to insurance, a company that's going to have your back, not just going to take your money, and then at the end of the day, again, you can't find them when something goes wrong. That's not Dave Miet. He's working with you day to day when, when, it, when again, when you are, are filing a claim. 504 556 0809 is the phone number. I'll go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. That's D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 761 
This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Head down to St. Bernard this weekend and celebrate the history and heritage at the Los Isleños Fiesta, featuring traditional dancing, great food, and live music. Reggae lovers, don't miss live in concert this Saturday night. Stephen Marley performing at the House of Blues and singing many of the great songs of his father, Bob Marley. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar or sign up for the Where Yet e-blast and get the best picks sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Don't forget about Burkhardt. Again, if uh, uh, if you have any problem with your I- issue with your uh, AC or heating system, uh, they can fix it no matter make, what make or model. You can call Burkhardt anytime. The phone is answered 24-7 by a Burkhardt employee, dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to your home. And, of course, those Nate certified technicians, some experienced technicians in all the area. Uh, they just don't go out and say, again, replace. They actually try to fix what the problem is. Uh, if they can do it, they definitely will. You can trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you're looking to maximize and beautify your outdoor living space, then call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119. Awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller shades, and many more affordable options to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Our expert crews use American-made and locally sourced quality products. Let's work together and imagine the possibilities in designing your dream area. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, or at Acadian Custom shutters.com
want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you to six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, uh, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web, and our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, Spotify, you name it, iHeart, uh, TuneIn. We're on all the podcasting platforms out there. So, again, just search your podcasting platform uh, with, with uh, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. And you'll, your Inside New Orleans show with Eric Asher, and you'll be able to find that pretty easily. Uh, hey, Fletcher Mackle joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, of course, from WDSU Sp- uh, TV Sports. Looking forward to having him. Uh, of course, that's Thursday at 1 o'clock live broadcast. On LAE, that's 1, 1 p.m. And then, of course, the, the rebroadcast begins 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's WLA-TV2. Friday night, Pelican Sports Television, uh, 10 o'clock on WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And remember, we're live streaming every Thursday at 1 o'clock as well. All right, a lot to get into as uh, we start this uh, this second hour. Um First, I want to thank Matty Hudak for joining us in the program. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com coming up at 5.15 for us. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Tiger. Speaking of a, of a former Tiger, uh, it looks as though Leonard Fournette is out uh, at, uh, at uh, Tampa. He is going to ask for his release, and I think it's going to be a mutual situation as well. Um, you know, he was, uh, he was uh, replaced, uh, you know, by Rashad White uh, partway through the season and was frustrated by not getting the carries that, that he was accustomed to previously when splitting time. Um, look, I liked him coming out of LSU, obviously, when he went to Jacksonville. Um, I liked him when he, again, uh, was cut by Jacksonville 
and ended up signing the first one-year deal with Tampa, right? Remember? And then they, they came back and gave him a three-year, $21 million deal, which, again, he's in the last year of that deal. I think there's about $5 million in dead money that they're going to have to um, gonna have to eat if they let him go. But he will probably be on the open market. Uh, matter of fact, you know, look, Saints need a, a back. They need a big back. He's a three-down back. He can catch the ball at the backfield. Some can say, again, that he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. He's 28 years old. Okay, he's 28 years old. He's still young enough uh, in the right situation uh, to be motivated to be able to be a big time player. And look, they don't win that Super Bowl without Leonard Fournette. Okay, you can talk about Tom Brady all you want. They don't win that Super Bowl without Leonard Fournette. Uh, The Saints need a running back. They need a physical back. He is a physical back that can catch the ball out the backfield. Um, We know that Alan Kamara is going to be out four, six, eight games. Uh, they're going to have to get a back in in, in the um, uh, in in the um, uh, the draft. We talked about Tajay Spears, but again, there's some other big backs out there that may be available. This might be a situation. I'm not saying he's given the hometown discount. I mean, that just doesn't happen anymore for the most part. But again, maybe he wants to come home and finish his career here. Uh, I surely would take a flyer on him. Okay, look, Peyton's not here anymore. He was the guy that was anti LSU. He didn't want to bring in LSU players because, again, uh, you know, LSU Tulane players, and one of the reasons why, and I've talked about it before, uh, is, is because, again, he felt, in my opinion, that, again, uh, you know, it was too much, too close to home, too many hangers-on, the family, again, the friends, and didn't want to have that situation. And he passed on a lot of really good LSU players during his tenure here. Uh, you know, again, I'm, 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 I would not be surprised. I said this a while back. Uh, again, that if that if he, you know, his situation in Denver, and of course at that time I didn't know where he was going, but I, when I said this, uh, that his next stop, that he's going to be drafting a lot of LSU players. I don't think he didn't like the LSU players. I just think he didn't want LSU players here in New Orleans. Uh, that's why he went Ohio State. That's why he went Pac-12 in a lot of cases and got a lot of his players. Uh, but um, uh, in this case, uh, if I'm Mickey Loomis, I'm taking a look at Leonard Fournette and 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 again what he can do. Uh, for this team, in terms of being a three-down back, and he's a and he's a hometown guy, and he still gives back to this community still today, uh, and he could be a guy that can end up coming to help this team if the price is right. Again, you can't overpay for Leonard Fournette. Maybe there's a team out there that's willing to do it. You can't. You know, there's only one other player that I'd like on. Uh, you know, again, eventually uh, when this guy becomes available, I don't know if he's ever going to be available, and that's Devin White. Okay, and and, and, and you know. Those are two XLSU guys that, again, that I think are quality pros uh, that could work out real well here, especially, again, with, um, uh, you know, the situation that we're looking at with the Saints down the line here, Demario Davis getting up in age. But, again, that, that, that's a show for another time. You know, we'll see how that plays out. And we talked extensively about the Pelicans in the first hour. It's really frustrating right now when, when you talk about, again, where this team is. Uh, they just – there's a confidence – issue right now with this team you cannot have as many point blank shots as they've been getting okay during this four game losing streak uh now i'll take the i'll throw the la game out because i just don't think they, they came in and played well i don't think that, that honestly they just acted like they were ready to get to the to, to the all-star uh, break which again was a huge mistake because you lost to a team in the west that you're going to be competing with now you know to try to get into the playoffs you know but they didn't they, they you know they played horrible against the new york knicks um, and then last night they played, they played right with the Orlando Magic, okay. But you know, Orlando, I mentioned in the first hour, neither team shot well. You know, Pelicans were thirty-four for 70, uh, 76 from the field, six for twenty-seven for three. I mean, Magic wasn't much better. They were thirty-six of seventy-nine from the field, nine for thirty-four from three. 
So it's not like both teams were, again, shooting the lights out last night. They weren't. But Orlando was able to, again, knock down shots, uh, again, around the basket. Uh, Bancaro, again, went, there was nobody, again, that, to take Bancaro uh, on this team. Just, again, his, his size uh, and his skill set. And, again, it's a four-game losing streak now at the worst possible time. They're now 30-32 and 32 in the 10th spot, and um, it, it just doesn't look good. Uh, again, and I don't know. There's going to be a transition period when, when Zion comes back. You know, how quickly can they, can they get Zion, um, Brandon Ingram, and CJ on the same page? Because, again, you're talking about a guy uh, that is a ball-dominant guy. And, look, quite frankly, based on what we're seeing right now, he needs the ball. But as I mentioned earlier in the program today, you can't have the guys that you're counting on on a night-in, night-out basis to, again, to score for you outside of Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum that are not getting double digits. And last night, Valanchunas had eight. Um, uh, uh, Richardson had eight. You had Marshall had, had four. Uh, Alvarado had seven. And Murphy had seven. And that, they're not going to win like that. Those guys got to be scoring in double figures. 10, 12 points a game. Uh, you know, a guy like, like Murphy should be knocking down three. should have 20 points a game. Uh, but those guys have, have been in a little bit of a sophomore slump here. Uh, and just, you know, again, it's one of the reasons why this team is struggling. They just can't put the ball in the basket. Then you add the other things they're not doing. The ball movement, the player movement, uh, the lack of, again, the defensive intensity, uh, for, uh, 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 you know, the rebounding in a lot of cases, not playing in the paint. And then, of course, as I mentioned over and over again, you know, just inoperable, uh, just the, the, the worst time to be able to have the, uh, the, the turnovers, it seems like, what they're, what they're doing. So, you know, we'll see. But this is, uh, they are falling like a rock right now. And uh, I don't know how they're going to get out of it uh, unless maybe, uh, you know, they come in and they catch fire once I on back. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, let's head to the guest line. Uh, again, if you're an LSU fan and you're not subscribed to Tiger Bait, you're missing out. First of all, it's always been a great message board where you find out a lot about the Tigers and you're in that Tiger community. Um, when it comes to filming high school uh, uh, football games and you're getting, again, a first look at, well, again, uh, the possible t- uh, uh, LSU signees or LSU signees, uh, Mike Scarborough and his crew are in almost at every single game out there. And then uh, the TV show now on YouTube, which is absolutely blown up okay so you want tiger information it's tigerbait.com and we are fortunate to have uh, mike with us each and every uh week here on the program mike how are you my friend i'm doing good good Eric. good to talk to you it's been a couple of weeks it has been a couple of weeks and i'm glad to have you back my friend um first of all um uh let, let's talk a little about about this um this lsu football team and the the move that was made today um, with, uh, with again, the, at, at the defensive coordinator position. Uh, uh, talk a little about, again, um, uh, what Brian Kelly's doing in, in terms of, again, um, uh, going within his staff to be able to uh, fill that position. Well, uh, look, it, it, they're, they're moving at a feverish pace. It's almost like uh, uh, they've had some time off and then they realize, hey, uh, we got spring football uh, coming up here. Uh, we find out yesterday that they're starting March 9th. Well, that, that's uh, a little over a week away. They're, they're starting spring football. And so we get that news yesterday, and they didn't have a special teams coach. Well, they got one today, hired from within, uh, J- uh, Jancic. Right. And uh, he, he's been, you know, all, all over the place. And he'll also uh, coach outside linebackers. I, I, ha- I had a source on, on, uh, 
on Saturday tell me that uh, Matt House was really pushing to have somebody who could also help him uh, coach outside linebackers and edge rushers. And so I think that the, it, it sounds to me like House won out uh, with Brian mm-hmm. Kelly, and that's how Jancic got moved up from being an analyst. Um, and of course, he's been to Georgia and, and uh, right. was at Grand Tennessee. Valley State, so that's the connection to, to Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also state that there's also going to be other analysts on the staff that will help it in different facets of special teams. So um, is that going to be it? Is that the only uh, difference or, or or staff change that we're going to see before spring football uh, cranks up? There's been some rumors out there, but nothing has happened. So, um, man, I mean, spring football's here. I mean, yep. it, it's uh, – uh, and it's something we're looking forward to because there's going to be a lot of position battles and tons of new faces and probably going to take us uh, three practices to to get the numbers right. Yep. Now, Bill Poling has moved into a quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, general manager position. Um, he will be handling NIL, recruiting, stuff like that. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I, think that I think that's a good move. Now, is that temporary? Uh, you know, a lot of these situations you have coaches that, um, you know, have two or three year contract deals and, uh, you try to get him a job somewhere else and it doesn't come. And so you move him inside. Is this something where he'll be in that position and stay in the program for years? Or is this until he decides he wants to get back out on the field somewhere else? Um, but as far as him as a recruiter and organization and, uh, personnel, um, I think he is very good at that. Uh, people obviously, uh, took issue with uh, the play of special teams last season. Um, but just from what we see in recruiting and the miles that he logs, recruiting particularly the, the out, out west, uh, Utah, Chicago, and, and many other areas where LSU really has never had a footprint. Uh, we've talked to a lot of recruits in those areas that uh, LSU got extended offers. Um, and I think, I think in some cases, uh, a lot of the transfer portal kids, uh, knew Polian. So, um, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I think eventually he's going to want to get it back out on the field, though. Right, right. But I mean, look, there is a need for that now in college football and college athletics, right? Somebody that can be a quote unquote general manager type to oversee recruiting, oversee NIL stuff like that, because things have changed. The transfer portal is huge right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I'm just wondering now uh, if you get uh, if you give a, some assistant coaches and truth pill in a year or two from now, you know, is there less on their plate now or more? Cause I'm starting to think with NIL that it, it might, it, it, it particularly a school like LSU. I think it might actually make your job easier. <laughs> uh, if you, if you, if you can believe that, mm-hmm. um, uh, we, we were talking about LSU basketball earlier the day, me and uh, Brian Lazar. And, I, and I'm just kind of right. like, you know, <laughs> What what does Matt McMahon do in the off season? And you know we're we're kind of thinking the over and under on how many new faces they have on that roster is going to be eight or nine. Well, I'm sure it is. If you, if you if you don't think that Matt McMahon is up to the task or has the charisma to recruit the best football players, does it really matter to school like LSU where the NIL dollars are going to be as high as any anywhere mm-hmm. else? Right. They're they're going to get their share, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and plus, let's, let's face it, Mike Matt McGann had to go with what he knew, right? So a lot of the guys he got were mid-major players, and he knew those players. A lot of those guys coming from his old school, right? So now he's been in LSU for a year. Uh, I'm sure that the, the, the quality of player is going to go up in terms of, again, those guys that he is targeting to recruit. Right, but my, my point is, does, does he or anybody on his staff have to be a great recruiter in the way that they had to before NIL? Because of the money. Right. And, well, that's a so great point. I, I, I think, I think uh, unless the money's the equal elsewhere. I mean, again, you still have to re- – if the money's the same at Auburn as the same at LSU, I mean, you still got to be able to recruit that guy and be able right. to get him in. Right. Right. But, but I also think overall the same schools that have typically recruited and had top-ranked recruiting classes, I don't think that those names of those schools are going to be any different than they were 10, 20 mm-hmm. years ago. It's and look, you got to also think about one other thing. You know, the NBA within the next couple of years, and probably with the new collective bargaining agreement, are going to start allowing eighteen-year-olds to come into the NBA. Where again, you don't have to, you know, you don't you don't have to sit out. You go straight to the NBA. You don't have to go to college. You know, again, you can you can stop maybe staying, have a stop in the G League, but you know you'll have the ability to go straight through. So that's also going to affect college basketball as well. Guys are going to be weighing, okay, what am I getting my first? Um, what am I getting my first contract as an NBA player? Am am am, am I going to be a guy that? Um, you know, that's going to be drafted, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, pretty early, uh, uh, you know, if I don't go to school, um, you know, and I think that's going to play it out, play out as well. And when you start talking about an IL. Exactly. And, you know, obviously we started off talking about football and I was just using basketball. And we'll get back to football in a minute because I do have a couple more questions, but I think it's an interesting scenario. Yeah. Basketball has got a long, has got a, a long way to go. Uh, Saturday, uh, last week, the last home game, they had less than 2,000 actual there. And then Mulkey does what she does Sunday night with 15,700, whatever. Yeah, she's been pretty amazing, no, no doubt about it. Get back to football for a minute. Uh, Seven Banks, how big of a loss is he, especially at this late date? Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it is. Um, I, I think they've got a, a, a whole lot that they brought in. Um, I, I don't, I don't see where that's an issue. I really don't. Uh, um, I, I think it's going to be more attrition, and then you're going to have more transfer portal activity uh, in a couple mm-hmm. of months. Right. Second True. period in May. True. Um, what are you going to be looking for as as, as spring starts? Uh, what are the positions that really you're going to key in on? Um, I want to see the defensive front. Um, I want to see. Uh, what uh, Trey Holly looks like at running back. Um, obviously, uh, some news with Malik Neighbors last week, but I don't think that right. uh, is going to mean anything. Um, okay. That was going to be one of my questions. You don't think there will yeah. be any type of sanctions with LSU? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, uh, is, he, is he running at 4 o'clock in the morning? It's something we don't know about, maybe. Um, but uh, he's not going to be missing any games. Okay. Um, I just don't see that, no. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm sure there's something he's going to have to deal with, and it certainly is a wake-up call and, a, and very much a teachable moment for Brian Kelly. I, I'm sure they've had those conversations before, um, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was really shocking to see some of the reactions of, mm-hmm. of, of fans and, and the public on our message board uh, and elsewhere last week. It was, and, and what was it for the audience that didn't get a chance to read it? What, what, well, it, 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 was, it was really like... <laughs> Well, if you've been in New Orleans, you're crazy if you go to New Orleans and you're not packing. I mean, that, 
uh, you know, and or, or being around Baton Rouge, any mm-hmm. city really right now. And so, um, whereas if that would have been 10, 20 years ago, uh, everybody would have been calling that LSU football player an idiot. Of course, they, they, right. you still had those. You know, you got to do the right thing. You, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a firearm, it better be legal. You better know how to right. use it. You better be doing yep. the right thing. Know the laws. Um, hundred percent agree. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. But but uh, you're you're right. Uh, in this state, which is a very pro gun state, number one, right? Uh, and then of course, it seems like more and more young people are carrying weapons. Uh, you know, whether it's to protect themselves or whatever, you know, the, the cachet of it, whatever it is, seems more and more young people are carrying weapons. I'm, again, I'm not necessarily in favor of that. But it seems like it's happening across the board. Whether well, it's in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, I, 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 major I, I, cities, I, I, we're seeing it across the board. I, I had a, a vehicle that was a getaway vehicle for a, a, a murder at a restaurant dumped on my street and set on fire. Um, uh, and multiple murders just miles up the road in the last year or two. There you go. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And, and, and gun sales are, are only increasing. And mm-hmm. But... An illegal gun, and is a different story. And, Absolutely. And, and, and whether it's concealed carry, whatever, you better know the laws. You better know the rules. And and then the other question I have is, if you're an LSU football player, what is the legality for you to possess a firearm and be on mm-hmm. campus? Right. You know well, what I, is the, what is the what is the what is the what is the overall rule on campus in terms of firearms for yeah, students? I, 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 I'm, I'm sure it's a no gun zone, right? Uh, I got to be right. I mean, most most schools are. Even if you have every lick of paperwork for for right. and, and look, I'm I'm talking out of school, but me too because because I, I, I don't know the I don't know the rule of the law. But it, you know, if if they say your vehicle is a an extension of your home. I don't still don't think that means you can have one in your glove compartment, even if you've got all the paperwork and it's legal uh, and you're parked on campus. Right. Um, I'm just looking real quick on, on the policies. This is that that uh, LSU uh, enforces all provisions of the state criminal code, including those pro- uh, uh, prohibiting possession of firearms within a firearm-free zone. And I'm, I'm guessing that um, LSU campus is a it is LSU campus is a firearm-free zone. Yeah, so I just looked so, it up in two minutes and found it. So my question is: is if uh, Brian Kelly said, "Okay, uh, uh, this is a one-time get-out-of-jail-free car," how many of you your vehicles parked out in the parking lot for this team meeting have a firearm mm-hmm. in it? And I wonder what that number would be. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'd be shocked uh, if it was less than twenty. Well, uh, and and of course, you know, uh, what type of what type of repercussions are there if if it happens? And that's why to see what's going to happen with with Malik. Could be a good old boy from North Louisiana who's a hunter, right? Who's a, a hunter? Got a shotgun in the back or a rifle, right? Yeah, no, I'm with you. But then it does say it does say that again, uh, it is a firearm free zone, uh, and uh, so you know it is what it is. Let's talk about Kim Mulkey, and and of course again one loss in, in the regular season to South Carolina, uh, one of the number two seed going into the SEC tournament. They are a shoe in now uh, for the um, uh, for the uh, NCAA's. Uh, but uh, again, uh, just talk about this the, this team and the expectations. Well, I, I was kind of tossing this around with some other media guys uh, Sunday night in the PMAC and. I think almost anybody would look at this LSU team and say they're a better basketball team than they were last year. But if you say that, I, 
I, I, I think, and I've asked Kim Mulkey this, uh, she said it early in the year that this, that, that the league, uh, lost a lot of players last year. And that's why there's been only two ranked teams. So while LSU's record is better, how much better is this team than last year? Um, uh, because with some of the outside shooting woes and they were over 14 from behind the, uh, the arc, uh, the other night, uh, you know, if they don't do a better job and get more points from the guards, Carson's got to, if Carson's hot, I think they'd be a final four team. Um, but if she's going to have nights where she's not, where she's cold and it's just Alexis Morris and Angel Reese making the points. Um, I, I don't know that it goes, uh, go further than they did last year. Cause right now, the way this team's played the last few weeks, I think they would lose to that same Ohio state team that eliminated them last year. Interesting. Um, when you look at, um, obviously it comes down to matchups. Um, what do you think about the SEC tournament, a possible rematch with South Carolina? Um, I just think South Carolina is just so low. I just think uh, I was going to say their heads. They, uh, to I, me, they're I, just they're just head and shoulders above above everybody in the country. Yeah, I mean, you can see you can see Ole Miss play them tight and this and that. And um, but you know what the difference is? Those teams are built different. Those teams have more; they're more guard oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LSU next year, with what's coming in, is going to be built better to beat to, to beat South Carolina. Uh, I, I think if you play them three times this year, you lose to them three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 just they're a juggernaut right now. They they are. I agree with you 100. percent Let's talk Jay Johnson in baseball, losing one game in that Round Rock Classic. Uh, you got a little bit of a of a, of a small uh, sample size right now. This team, how good are they? Uh, they look pretty darn good. I mean, I, it, baseball fans get, uh, you know, oh, they lost. Well, that's baseball. Um, let, let's see what they do tonight uh, in Austin. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, you've got to like what you see. But um, uh, just no more injuries. Uh, don't want to hear any more about any injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Tommy Tanks a couple of weeks scared everybody. Yep. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know how many times your, your, your shoulder can pop out of socket and it be an ongoing thing where you don't finally say, hey, look, it's time to have the surgery and get that mm-hmm. shored up and so it doesn't continue to happen. You'd be surprised. Uh, I had a buddy growing up. Uh, again, it seemed like every game his shoulder popped out. <laughs> you know, some guys get the God can can play through it, but uh, it, uh, some guys it's it's an issue. Uh, one more one more question before we, before I let you go. Transfer portal, transfer portal coming up for, for for football. How active do you think LSU is going to be? Um, I I, I think they'll be active, but it, it I think we got to go through spring to see what are going to be the. Uh, the definite uh, uh, what they're going to be shopping for, uh, and LSU is going to have their own bit of attrition too. How many current uh, right. guys on the roster decide to get in the portal after spring? Agreed. Um, but if you had to say right now, what are the positions? I, I kind of, I kind of feel like you'd be basically best players on the board that are that's an upgrade from what you've got now. Mm-hmm. And uh, knock on wood, you, you you hope you don't have several, uh, you know catastrophic injuries at any particular position are your quality depth jumping into the into the transfer portal because they feel like they don't have a chance to start okay right that's another thing that's the, that that hurts you know when you feel like you got okay i got some real depth at this position but then all of a sudden boom before you know it two three guys jump in the transfer portal and there goes your depth 
Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they offered an offensive tackle last week. You know, it's like, well, do, you, do they really need an offensive tackle? Well, you, you want one for depth. So can you get an offensive tackle to come in uh, for depth who's a grad transfer, who's only mm-hmm. got one year left? One year, right. So if, if they're not going to start, that's kind of a hard sell, depending on the other schools that that kid's looking at. Um, yeah, I'm with you. So we'll I'm see. definitely with you there. Now, look, it, it's, it's a, it is a different world for coaches now. No matter what, you know, you hear it all the time, having to re-recruit your players on a daily basis. Willie Fritz did an interview the other day about it uh, here in New Orleans. Uh, you know, it, it is it is what is it, college athletics has become between NIL, making sure, again, these guys are getting the money, and then the, what's money, the, the money that's promised gets to them, uh, to, again, the, the transfer portal. Um, and, and, look, it, it, it's an ongoing situation where these rosters are turning over, so – um, you know, you got to be a really good coach, and you also got to be a, a guy that can um, uh, that can can really, you know, influence these guys to be able to stick around, even when the the the, the passion might look greener on the other side, right? Because they're not getting the playing time, or there is somebody really good in front of them. Well, I, I think uh, you bring up Fritz. Um, I, I think what he's doing at Tulane um, and seeing him and, and the way that those guys recruit, uh, I, I think they're going to be strong for years to come as well. Yeah, me too. Me too, uh, and, and he's you know, again. He's had to turn his coaching staff over. I hope, hope that uh, that that won't uh, affect him as much. But no, I'm right with you. Uh, he's figured out the recipe for success here in Louisiana. How to recruit, uh, not just Louisiana, because he's had he's had uh, great ties outside of Louisiana, Georgia, etc. But I, now I he's. Tell, I, I can tell you, before him, it had been years since I'd seen where kids were interested at Louisiana recruits mm-hmm. as they are in Tulane, and right. and, th- and those guys actually at Tulane recruiting the caliber of Louisiana kids that he has. And so um, uh, Napier I'm with you. A, and then the transfer it, portal as well, giving a New Orleans kid a chance to come back home and play. Okay, and that's what he's taking advantage of. Uh, it was the same thing at ULL, where all of a sudden I'd start noticing that there were some kids that were uh, serious about ULL when Napier was there. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think Fritz is doing that and then some at Tulane. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, final question for you. What are you looking for in the quarterback position at, at spring here? Um, is it going to be an even battle in terms of, again, the number of snaps? Uh, will will Jaden Daniels get the majority of snaps going uh, in? What are your I, thoughts? I, you know, with all the brouhaha with uh, Walker Howard and how that right. played out, I'm going to be real curious to see how that gets divvied up this spring. Um, mm-hmm. our, our access, I'm, I'm assuming, is going to be as great as it was last spring. and um, But uh, – you know, what they do in, in some of the scrimmages uh, when, when we aren't, uh, when we are locked out, which isn't mm-hmm. much. I mean, the, the access we get is under Kelly's been phenomenal. Right. But um, I, I can't wait to see what um, is Nussmeyer ready to make that next step and yep. build upon uh, what he did and eliminate a lot of the turnovers and the mistakes. There you go, and, and if he can do that, he, he can he can vie for the uh, starting position with with Daniels, and then uh, I'm also going to be interested to see how Ricky Collins looks. Again, uh, again, a guy coming in with a lot of um, a lot of upside, and uh, ultimately, again, you know, you know how much playing time he's going to get uh, in, in in spring going forward, and we know he'll probably be the scout team quarterback this year, but you know how quickly he can adapt to the um, uh, to the collegiate game. Yeah, he's going to get a lot more reps than Walker Howard did last spring because when mm-hmm. Walker Howard was there, you also had Miles Brennan. Yep, that's true. 
That's a great point, no doubt. Mike, tell us about your site. I was talking about it as we came in. I mean, your site has grown so much, and you're doing so, you know, and you're doing so many more things than you were doing maybe just again two, three years ago. Uh, tell us about it all. Yeah, TigerBait.com. Uh, if you know, if you haven't looked at us in a while, go check us out. One dollar uh, get you on the site to try us out for a week. We're just, you know, March 9th, We're going to have our practice reports. Uh, people love our post-practice reports that Buddy Sanji and I do. We do our YouTube show on Wednesday nights. LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Uh, do that in the search box on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. You'll get all of our – I loaded two press conferences today. All that stuff's free on YouTube. We're about to hit 18,000 subscribers there. and um, Beautiful. A lot, lot of content, so – um, we, we're, we're doing it all. I mean, we're, like I said, we're doing women's basketball. We're, we're covering baseball. Um, I go to all the press conferences and, um, of course, uh, recruiting's hitting in a whole other mm-hmm. gear. They're going to have recruits on campus every weekend from here on out and a big group this weekend. And so, um, it, it's, it's, it, this, this is the time of year where we're, we're nonstop because you've got baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball, uh, spring football. And um, looks like we're going to have an April uh, – the uh, spring game will be April 22nd. There you go. At uh, Scarborough Mike on Twitter. Mike, thanks for the time as always, my friend. Certainly appreciate it. All right, Eric. Talk soon. Thank you, man. All right, there he goes, Mike Scarborough. And, again, I, I, I highly recommend TigerBait.com. Um, you know, a lot of folks went to Tiger Bait back in the day for the message board, right? Because, again, you had that LSU community. But now it is, it is just chock full of great information. And look, great writers. Brian Lazar is one of the best writers we have in the entire state. Okay, and and of course he's he's with. Uh, Buddy Sanji is the Buddy Deliberto of of, of Baton Rouge Radio. Okay, I mean, uh, and and they're they're doing that TV show each and every week. So again, um, if you're a Tiger fan, make sure you subscribe to to, uh, to Tiger Bait, um, uh, and uh, you'll be glad you did. Uh, I'll tell you another thing: you'll be glad you did if you get yourself a, again a standby generator for my friends at Burkhardt. Uh, they have Generac generators in stock right now, ready to be installed in your home or your business. Um, you can finance it over time, okay? You don't have to come with all the money up front. Some people get a little scared. Man, I, I can't afford a generator. Yeah, you can. You, you can, okay? Uh, talk to Burkhart. Talk about, again, the, the financing that's available and uh, you know, something that will fit your budget, right? Um at Burkhart, they do everything for you. That's the beautiful thing. First of all, Jason Burkhart's coming out to your home, and he's doing a consultation with you. He is not going there to hard sell you. I have talked to so many people that have gotten Burkhart uh, to install their generators, and the first thing they tell me is, man, Jason was great. He didn't, he didn't hard press me. He didn't try to hard sell me. Well, you know, he goes, I, I felt comfortable. He gave me the information I needed so I could make, make the decision, and then I made the decision. And look. That's all you want. You want good information. You don't want to be hard, so you don't want to be pressed into something that you want to do. Uh, at Burkhart, they handle everything for you. And I'll tell you this before, folks. It was amazing. Look, we didn't have – we had a, a gas service at one time in my home. Um, they went to Total Electric before before we purchased the home. So we, we had a – we have gas, but the meter had been gone for over a decade. So I had to put a new gas system in my home. So – 
Burkhart handled everything for me. Uh, all the gas, all the gas uh, uh, inspections. Okay, uh, got the. Uh, they were able to get a plumber to come in and 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 do the gas work for us. Um, then they handled all the permits and the inspections. Everything I needed for for the um, for the generator. I didn't have to do anything. I mean, and I'm telling you, because I'm working from home, I see, I saw every day uh, that they were here. Uh, the long list of inspectors and here in Jefferson Parish that were coming out to inspect. They will put the generator where it needs to be, so you'll never have to worry about carbon monoxide poisoning or any problems. And then Burkhardt, again, can maintain that generator for you. Uh, 24-7, 365 emergency service, but maintain that generator for you year-round. You have to maintain it like a car engine. That means changing the plugs, changing the oil, etc. Burkhardt does all that for you. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. From single-day install to having a, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need to 24-7 emergency service, uh, go with Burkhardt. I did it. I'm, I'm happy I did. I'm telling you, when the power goes out in your neighborhood and that generator kicks in and you turn around and you're looking at your wife or your kids and, and they're smiling because, again, the AC's not out. They can still continue to be able to work on the computer or again, uh, you know, watch TV. Uh, and, and, of course, especially after a storm, right, where, again, you're out for a long period of time, it's a godsend. I'm telling you right now, I highly recommend Burkhart when it comes to generators. Generator sales and service, that's Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to the airport. Also look out for delays steady 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also in the meantime, look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays solid. Excuse for delays solid if you're traveling along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And also look out for an accident on the Pontchartrain Expressway right at the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling along the North Shore on 12 westbound from Covington to Madisonville. And look out for accidents, Eagle at Forche, also Martin Luther King at South Rampart. Also look out for accidents, Mirabu Avenue at Marjorie Lane. Also Gentilly Boulevard at Frenchman and also Florida Avenue at Music Street. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the New Orleans, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till, $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, home of the 1195 Direct Cremation. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Matty Hudak in the first hour. You can catch that on the, uh, on the podcast uh, that will be up about 20 to 30 minutes after the program this evening if you missed those interviews. Uh, don't forget about our friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. And, and look, if you've been doing it since 1972, that means, again, you're taking care of New Orleanians. Because in New Orleans, you, you, people are not going to go and frequent your business if, if you're, again, gouging them, cheating them, or not doing the, uh, doing the job right. Uh, if your vehicle's out of warranty or if ultimately you're in charge of a fleet account, bring it on over to Southern Tire. I mean, they got everything for you. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, some that fit, fit everyone's budget. And that's, that's, not, that's not a tagline. That is, that is the truth. Uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, you can even finance that. They've always been known for their large selection of rims. Always, okay? Uh, some, some of the uh, nicest rims out there, you'll see at Southern Tire. And then they can repair your rims for you. But again, you want to keep that vehicle running, right? Uh, if it's out of warranty and ultimately you know, you're looking for a, a place to go, you don't want to bring it back to the dealership. Uh, and, of course, the sticker shock prices they got there. Man, bring it on over to Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And I've said it before, even more diagnostic equipment. Uh, Tony Piazza Sr. invested this diagnostic equipment. Uh, stuff that, again, you will never see at the dealership. You get at Southern Tire. And then you got the Piazza standing behind their work. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., right there in the, uh, again, uh, uh, they're there daily uh, in the shop. Uh, his, his daughter, uh, Tony's daughter Jen is there. Tony's wife is there. Truly a family-owned and operated business. And then the, you'll see the same faces 
with the ASC certified technicians. They just don't leave Southern Tire. Look, I bring my vehicle to Southern Tire. You can trust Tony Piazza in Southern Tire. That's, again, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from uh, from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. All right, for those that are looking for more information on what's going on with the recall, and, and, and I don't really understand this because there has to be 20% of active voters, uh, that, that uh, 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 20% of the signatures of active voters to be able to, uh, to, to, to start a recall election uh, for the mayor or anyone uh, that's, in, that's in office. But there is right now a meeting between the attorneys for the, for the Secretary of State uh, for the Registrar of Voters uh, here in New Orleans and also the, um, uh, the committee to, uh, to recall uh, Latoya Cantrell to come up with a number, okay, a number that they all can agree on uh, that, that, that'll be, that, that, that will, they will utilize to then come up with the 20%. Um, the, the, uh, the, 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 the group that is trying to recall uh, Latoya Cantrell said there's at least 30,000 inactive voters or voters that have died. Okay, the inactive voters meaning, again, they haven't voted at least two federal elections, which means they can be dropped from the rolls or, again, moved to another part of, of, of the state or moved out of state. Okay, but they're not living in Orleans Parish anymore. And, and also, again, hundreds of people that are on the rolls now uh, that are dead. Now, the, the attorney for the, uh, uh, for the restaurant voters came out yesterday and said, look, this is a, 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 uh, an ever-changing situation uh, because of, again, people moving out, people dying, etc., and that they've kept up with it. But uh, ultimately, again, the, uh, the, the, those that are involved in the recall are saying, no, they have not. No, they have not. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm wondering about the legality of this. I mean, they're going to go out and they, they're going to come up with a number? I mean, you don't think for a second that Latoya Cantrell, with the $6,500 she's got left in her campaign war chest, is not going to file suit against that? Uh, I just don't know. I mean, the number is the number. Right at the end of the day, uh, they have 20 days to be able to verify the signatures uh, to make sure, again, that they're legal. Uh, but at the same time, obviously, this is this is kind of thrown a little bit of a monkey wrench in this uh, because of, again, the the, the situation where uh, the, the, those are involved in the recall are saying, hey, we don't have an accurate number here uh, to, to, to be able to have the 20 percent. Uh, if the 30,000 number is correct, that means some 6,500 uh, 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 people. Uh, less, they have, they have 6,500 uh, uh, signatures less uh, than, than what uh, what they what they would uh, what they would need based on the 49,000 plus uh, the number that was given to them when the uh, when when the recall started. Uh, you know, so we'll see how this kind of plays out. Uh, the Times Picayune a, a, a lawsuit has kind of been pushed to the side now. With again now these two days of just trying to figure out how many um, registered voters are there in New Orleans that are active. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. But it's like it's going to be a little bit of a long, um, uh, drawn-out process, and maybe more than the 20 days that we thought. That, again, is what I talked about in the first hour. Don't be looking for this, this election if there is a recall uh, in, 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 in the spring. There's just not enough days in, uh, uh, to be able to get it done, to get it on the ballot. So that means October. So that means you've got a pretty much a lame duck mayor 
who's still under investigation by, the, by again, the New Orleans Police Department, the Inspector General's Office, uh, and, 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 and the federal government, and, and again, the, the Justice Department, uh, into, again, the shenanigans that, that she's been pulling uh, her time as mayor. Just, again, what they've done with this, this, this flyer that cost the city $65,000 that was basically, again, a campaign flyer uh, for the mayor. I mean, she just doesn't follow the rules and regulations uh, of the city, uh, of the city charter. And look, we see it now. Again, she's having to pay for her first-class airfare. She's doing it now, but yet she's still using the Pantalba apartment as her own personal apartment. So hopefully we'll get to a situation where this is not going to be an issue anymore and we can get a quality individual to be the next mayor of New Orleans, um, you know, and hopefully, again, be able to, again, stop this downward spiral of the city. I mean, that, that is my hope. That is my prayer. Uh, but again, you you can't be in a situation where again with, with these apathetic voters in Orleans Parish, where you can't step up if a recall election is is um, uh, is is on is on the ballot. Now, if it's if it's the governor's primary race, you know that's going to be a big uh, big turnout. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, folks, as we get ready to wrap up the show here today, I want to remind everybody about Burkhardt. Even tonight, okay, as as we sign off at six o'clock, uh, you get home, your AC's not working. Maybe again, you, your heater was breaking down. You you, you said, wait, wait a minute. Winter's over. I don't need the heater. When now we're going to have cooler temperatures this weekend. Call my friends at Burkhart. Fifteen trucks in the field. Thirty-minute courtesy call. After-hours service. We Burkhart employee answers the phone and will dispatch a Burkhart truck with a Nate certified technician out to your home to get you up and running. If you own a business and you need a company you can trust to keep your AC and heating heating system running, man, call my friends at Burkhart. Okay, they, they will work with you to make sure, again, that you're taken care of. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. High prices are affecting everyone in today's economy. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. We're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only $38.95. That's right, a complete funeral service followed by cremation for only $38.95 in our chapel. Give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at 3895funeralservicecremation.com. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. High prices are affecting everyone in today's economy. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. We're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only $38.95. That's right. A complete funeral service followed by cremation for only $38.95 in our chapel. Give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at 3895funeralservicecremation.com. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, coming up next is All Access, and uh, Jude Young is on is on uh, behind the mic tonight. Uh, make sure you keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Jude's always got a great show, good insight uh, into, again, what's going on in the sports world here. Again, that's happening right at 6 o'clock, so keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Hey, tomorrow we got a little bit of a shortened show. Uh, we got two, uh, LSU baseball, LSU Tulane baseball at, uh, at 6 o'clock, so that means pregame at quarter till. I'm sorry, that's UNO, it's UNO, uh, uh, UNO and Tulane, right? Right, UNO Tulane baseball tomorrow. So we got a little bit of a shortened show. Look, I want to thank all our guests today, Matty Hudak and also uh, Mike Scarborough. All the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, and as always, we appreciate your sponsorship, the sponsorship of those, uh, those uh, businesses, but also you supporting those sponsors. Thank you so much. Uh, tomorrow is, again, uh, Katie's Day. So Scott Craig will join us along with, uh, uh, with Sean Vazan and also Larry Holder will join us tomorrow on the program. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Most of all, thanks so much for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Uh, from the dog catch to the governor, that includes hopefully that recalled mayor. They all got to go. <laughs>